Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 615 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, presented by the City of Vineland. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me like he does whenever he feels like popping up, but mostly on Sundays into Mondays to get your week started right. It's the people's champ, the host with the most, and he's looking like a 21 Savage song, Red Rum, because that's how Boston pronounces room. It's Mr. Patty Pitts. How we doing? How we doing? It is actually that was the number one thing. That was the number one thing I was critiqued on at Quinnipiac. As you should be. No, but it it wasn't the. I mean, you had the stupid old like oh Pakistan Harvard. Yeah, I hate that one. That's like a big pet peeve. But the room was like I I'm so lost. It was the one where I was actually legitimately lost that I thought I was in the in the right. So. It's like pronouncing Zoom Zum. No, it's not. Don't you? No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Same. That concept. just sounds ridiculous. Exactly. No, don't you make me put my feet exactly. in my own mouth. No, you're doing it. You caught me off guard there. I gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, Darn. we got him. Caught me slipping, as these kids say. We got a good one on deck for you guys uh but before we get into everything make sure you're following us on the socials i know we got a lot of new followers since uh you want to talk about the people's champ <laughs> aj brown popped off on uh, uh the, the old local radio station we've got a few new followers since then uh so go follow us on the socials twitter instagram tiktok and threads at underground phi facebook.com slash underground sports phi and twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. You can follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and on Instagram and threads at Pitsy35. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram and threads KBIZZLE11. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts in audio form. Leave a five star rating and review Pitsy. Tell them to leave a five star rating. Five Cinco, five Cinco, leave five-star reviews. Do you know how important it is? It's so – every little vote matters. It's, it's as the kids say, massive. It's massive. It is massive. <laughs> so leave a five-star rating and review. Helps the show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia and all of our shows on the network. Uh, so leave a five-star rating and review. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. I know it's been kind of wonky with the scheduling, trying to catch back up from me being away in Virginia um, for the PLL Champ Series. But we're getting up to speed. We're slowly but surely getting there, and everything should be back on the normal schedule, hopefully, uh, 
by the beginning of this coming week, by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. It really does help us continue to grow, hit new milestones. Uh, and it's where you get this show in video form twice a week. You get every show on our network in video form. You get live streams, original video content, shorts, clips, you name it. If it's a video, it's on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. Let's get to 800 subscribers before, like, we, we got to hit 800 before Pitsy's in town. Oh, you have to. Before Pitts comes to Philly? Oh, my God. My gotta brother's got to show happen. me love. Come Got to make that happen. Keep subscribing. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And, of course, this show is presented by the City of Vineland. And the City of Vineland Municipal Calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Patty Pitts, we, we have another people's champ. Not only are the Arkells the people's champs, not only is that your introduction, uh, but A.J. Brown, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver, is certainly the people's champ. It's brought to you by our pals over at PHI Apparel Company, our exclusive merch partners, who offer the best merch in the game. From Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, Union, Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast, franchise, merch, and of course... Any like unique Philly design you can think of, it's on there. Uh, they just re-released their St. Patrick's Day merch, so go get that uh, before it's too late because it's right around the corner. Got to got to be ready to be styling for St. Patty's Day and Selection Sunday at that. Uh, go to phiapparel.co so you can stand out in the crowd. And when you go to check out, use code Underground for ten percent off your merch orders. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. So go to phiapparel.co and use code Underground for ten percent off your merch orders. Pits. Um, AJ Brown did the the unthinkable. He took to his no longer hacked Twitter account. That I don't know why people thought it was a burner account. I guess because people can't decipher between the blue checks and the non blue checks anymore. Thanks, Elon. Um, but they thought AJ Brown's official Twitter account was a burner account. It is not. It's his official account. He got it back um, and posted a clip that WIP posted that certainly made Spike Eskin look absolutely terrible um, and was tired of the BS. And he called into WIP this past week and set the record straight, stood on business. Uh, I made like a four-minute recap video that is on our Instagram right now. And I truly could not be more of a fan of a player on a football team right now than I am of A.J. Brown because of this. The fact that he had, like, he said it himself, I had the balls to call into this show today while he's on the show to call out WIP for their ridiculous tropes, fabricated 
storylines, ridiculous hypotheticals, which Pitsy, I don't know if you do this, but a hypothetical is a hypothesis. And what mm-hmm. they taught you in school, a hypothesis is um, made up. Hold on. Let me get my notes. Up. Let me get my notebook. All right. What did you say? It's a hypothesis. Or a hypothetical, you said. A hypothetical comes from making a hypothesis, which when you're making a hypothesis, you are guessing. And when you're guessing, more than likely, that's a made-up <laughs> type of situation. Hypothesis. Most likely guessing. Okay, thank you. All right. Go. All right. That, you learned that in grade school, kids. I did. You know, that was one thing I did learn in sixth grade science class. Was science all class. about all about hypothesis. I almost said hypotenuses. That's a different class. That's, <laughs> That's a different class. Um, but you know, it, it was kind of a bummer that Spike Eskin was not on the station on Friday when AJ called in. I know he's not full time currently at WIP, he's still working in New York at WFAN but like you you kind of knew AJ was calling it you had an inkling that it was going to happen at least be there virtually or something to stand on your take that you presented that provoked AJ to call into the show and call you out on your bullshit um so the fact that WIP threw out former Philadelphia Eagle Ike Reese as kind of like the human meat shield to all of this, where Ike really didn't do anything wrong outside of calling Spike out for his bullshit, which I was like, eh, that's kind of, that's kind of dumb that Ike didn't like have a, a pushback to it. But mm-hmm. um, AJ wasn't, wasn't fucking around, man. It was awesome no. to listen. It was 20 minutes of just pure calling out a radio station that is the flagship station of the Philadelphia Eagles. That is where all and the games are broadcast. They have a that's partnership with the with the team. Like they do so much with the team, and they're out here talking about, oh, we don't make things up. Well, um, Ike, I'm here to tell you, and I love Ike Reese. I think he's very good at his job. He's one of the few people at WIP that I think does a great job there. Ike, I'm here to tell you, your specific show put out a poll on January 18th asking if you were the Eagles, would you trade A.J. Brown for Patrick Sertain from the clouds? There was no rumor about that. There was no report about that. And it just came out of nowhere. And your specific show's Twitter account put that poll out there, and national media ran with it. You have Kay Adams asking A.J. Brown about it during Super Bowl week. Like, is there a trade coming? Like, And then A.J.'s going to be A.J. and not – go into the bullshit. No, no bullshit. He's no like, bullshit. it's a business, you know, I'm happy to be here. And that's what he said on WIP too. I don't want to go anywhere. I, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. I love Philly. Told anybody making up stories needs to get another job, which was hilarious. Um, that's the one thing that I really loved about this was that for so long now, it, it's just these, Media heads are not really held accountable. They just say what they want, and you know, they feel like they're they're indestructible. They can. Oh, there are thousands. There, the networks can shield them all up and all that nonsense. But now you have AJ Brown taking matters into his own hands and being like, "No, you just made this up out of your own sheer will, and because you just needed clicks, you needed views, all this." And I'm here to tell you, as AJ Brown, the player, that I everything's fine. You know, if they do end up trading me, it's not because I hate it here or because Which, I hate the Philly. Newsflash, everyone. He's not getting traded. There's no fucking reason. 
Kyle, that's the other thing. There's first, no first fucking thing reason. From a business perspective, if you tried to even trade AJ Brown, it'd be $42 million in dead cap. That is the dumbest what is, thing. What is do. the first thing that Howie Roseman hates as a GM? Is not cap. having cap space. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. So, to me, like, it's shout out AJ Brown. That, Secondly, that's a... why would AJ even want to get traded when he's playing football with his best friend in the entire world, a.k.a. Jalen Hurts? Yeah. And not only that, it's a team with a quarterback. If you're going somewhere to get traded, most likely that team is rebuilding or trying to find a quarterback AJ to pair came you. here to play with Jalen and to win. Like it's just it's so dumb what they will say for just and like for attention. It's insane to me. This is why like I don't I I I just don't get it. I, I love so the quote points. from AJ too. He said, I'm the type of person that stands up to the bully. That's why I called into the show. It's a great quote. Calling the team, the team's flagship radio station, the bully. He also said, you know, not just your show, but the media here, like, and the station and everything. Every, every story you guys put out, every topic you're talking about is negative all the time. He's like, you're supposed to be championing us. You're supposed to yes. be behind us and wanting us to succeed. But it's never like that. He said it's always like we have to try to prove ourselves to you to even show that we're good at our jobs. And that shouldn't be the case. No, it shouldn't. I went to school for it for four years. All negativity drives ratings. That's the whole purpose of it, which sucks. And as someone who is more on the positive side and actually turns away and turns off the news because it's so negative, you, you when you're supporting a team like that and covering a team, you want to be as positive as possible. You want to boost them up because they're going to see how great they're, you know, the words are that they're getting that it's only going to want to make them, you know, live up to that expectation. And here's the thing. You could also make the argument of, well, yeah, what about, you know, uh, dashboard, not dashboard, something board material. Bulletin board. Bulletin board. Thank you. Bulletin board material. And that fuels. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, look at the Patriots. But then it also works negatively in your favor because it's like, oh, look what we said about you when you got here. It's like, yeah, but you were trashing us. It's a complete mm -hmm. difference. So when you do that, it, it's a double-edged sword. Why not just go the route the that everyone wants more positive? And then they're going to want to do stuff for your station. They're going to want to call in every week or something to have a segment. Like, it's the biggest ass backwards logic that i've seen for so long and i have tuned out of it so much to the point where it's just like anytime you see an inkling of it it just makes you kind of your stomach hurt and it's like i mentioned this in my my breakdown video um you know ike brought up not speaking to the media because aj stopped talking to the media during the season him. And AJ was like, you want to know why? This is why. Because everything gets turned into what did AJ do? Not what the Eagles were doing, this, that, and the third. And I said, as a member of the media myself, for our company, covering two teams in Philadelphia and on a national level for two major sports leagues and working on more, it's a privilege to get to talk to players Absolutely. if you're a member of the media. It's not a right to the job. I know we all have a job to do and everything. You know, you have to write a column, have a radio show, host a podcast, whatever it may be. It's a it's not a right to have 
that access. It is such a privilege to be able to talk to players, talk to coaches, anybody involved with an organization to enhance your content. That is not part of the job. That is just a gift from those teams that they grant you that permission to talk to players and coaches. Absolutely. absolutely is. It absolutely is. They don't have to tell you anything. They don't have to even be there. It is more of a common courtesy that takes it's taken on the role of being mandatory and it's not, you need to have a representative. That representative could be anyone from a player to a team representative who handle handles it. And you're lucky you're getting the ladder of that with the player. You know, it just, it makes no sense to me how this entitlement has got to a point where we have players having to legitimately call in and defend their honor during the off season. They're not, they don't have to even do this right now. He can just say F you flip the bird and go on vacation with his family or girlfriend, wife. I really don't know his personal life, but that's, he took the time to do that. And it's a shame. It took it had to go to that level. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just like, it was cool to see somebody stand up. And the fact that it was a player calling them out on their bullshit that, we have been talking about for years. It's why we started this company. It's because we were tired of the tropes and the boring conversations and just the clickbaity bullshit that radio stations, newspapers, blogs, and all of that were putting out. And it's like, let's fucking do it ourselves. And you see the people. We have an awesome fan base, and we fucking love every single Great. person that listens and watches the show uh, every single week. You know, we've been able to get credentialed with sports teams. We've been able to elevate our content. We have people getting behind and following along with us now heavily during every single sports season. And that's what sports should be about. It's for fans by fans. And we're not using callers to drive our content because that's what radio has turned into. And I'm sure you can say the same thing about Boston radio. And I'm sure number one example and why he's not on radio anymore is fucking Kirk Minahan. It's so fucking terrible. Like Kirk left because he got tired of the radio tropes. It's so bad. Like the callers have more of a say and they kind of direct. They should be getting paid the salaries that these hosts are getting paid. Dude, it makes more sense. And the thing is, the ho- the callers sometimes actually know more than these goddamn hosts. And the hosts just say stuff so that they can spark these callers to call in and then do the work themselves. And then it's you, so you, I don't know if it's the same way in Boston, but here, like, these stations, like, WIP in particular, like, they have just turned these callers into, like, these micro-celebrities that out of the clouds, people are, like, referring to these people by their caller name. Like, fucking, I shouldn't know who Butch from Maniunk or Chuck and Mount Airy or all of these people are. Dude, that sounds like they're just made up and you're saying it. And there used to be rules. There used to be rules to calling into radio back in the day. Civilized. We used to be a society that was proper. Like, you used to only be able to call in once a week, one show per week. Now, and then it got elevated to where you could call in one show like one call per show and now it's like these guys are just calling in like it's like do they have jobs <laughs> do, no. do, do these people have jobs that they're calling in like go down to the radio station and host it yourself at this point 
You probably have a better... maybe Odyssey oh. wouldn't be bankrupt at that point because then they'd be having free labor. It would be free. It literally it's volunteer work. Like <laughs> it, it's that's what it is at the end of the day. So they're so. trying to graduate high school still. Gotta get the volunteer hours. <laughs> get the volunteer hours, and then you can do that during the day, and then go and get your GED at night. It really just all works out in the end. Like we shouldn't know who these people are yet. People like. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. At my day job, there's a WIP caller who comes in and has merch for his character that he is on the radio. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like he's I forget I I don't remember his name, but like his whole thing is like say what? And he has merch that says say what on it. That That's a caller. All the time. That is a caller. You're saying a caller. The yeah. WIP. Like I have better merch ideas than a goddamn caller. And the fact that they're using a caller for merch ideas is absolutely ridiculous that your hosts that you pay are not creative enough and innovative enough to come up with their own shit. It's infuriating. I I have more creativity in my goddamn pinky than these faceless jamokes, jabronis that are sitting behind a desk calling the news. It's just absurd. But yeah, it's ridiculous that like callers basically drive sports radio now. So like like I said in my breakdown video, if you want good non-caller fueled sports analysis and you're a Philly sports fan and just fun discussion and banter, subscribe to this show. Subscribe to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Follow with us. We do awesome shit. If you're new to the show, you're a new subscriber. We started off as four friends who wanted to change the landscape of Philly sports back in 2018. And here we are six years later doing just that. We're a credentialed media outlet. We're out here, you know, covering games from afar, up close. We're Philly season ticket holders. We're working on some other stuff in in the mix. We've got six year-round podcasts on our network now. And we're just out here creating the best possible content for Philly sports fans by fans, for fans, the way that it should be. Exactly. That's literally we, the name. And we bring in dudes like Patty Pitts, who aren't even Philly sports fans and have adopted Philadelphia, even though for years they hated Philadelphia. I if Listen, I'm a sports fan at heart, all right? I don't care who you are. And when I think of it, like, I've always thought of Philly as, like, Boston's little brother. So, like, and wait, you're wait until we bat. Wait till we baptize you in the Delaware River in the Schuylkill River when you come down here to Philadelphia. We that would be your head in hilarious. Like side sidebar, that would be absolutely hilarious of you taking my head and just hit and just like right there in the Holy in the name shit. of the Eagles, in the name of the Sixers, in the name of the Phillies. And then, like, you go for the Flyers, but, like, they're rebuilt, so, like, not really yet. And I hate the Flyers, so that's where I, like, really pull up. You know what I'm saying? Be funny. <laughs> oh, in the name of the cheesesteak, the John, and the Holy Ghost, amen. <laughs> we ring the Liberty Bell. I have to ring a bell. I have to go to the bell and just touch it or something. I'm going to be like Patrick in the Jellyfish Museum. Just like, touch. No touch. No touchy. <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey. Just take. Come on, Jeffrey. Come on, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, shout out to AJ Brown because he absolutely stood on business and uh, spoke for every Philadelphia sports fan who was feeling the same exact way. Go follow your independent local media. Name of the game. AJ, come on this show because we love you, man. We love you. We pseudo broke the news of AJ Brown coming to Philadelphia. The champ! In my drunken state dealing with the Patriots draft strategy, I had to take a leak, and on my way there, what do I see? The Eagles making breaking news. But Kyle, 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 like yelling into the microphone. And at that point, you can see in the thing, like, you guys are pissed, like, he's talking. Like, oh, my God, we're trying to talk. And then you like, what? And then I say that, and both your faces just lit up. Like, oh, my God, news. And it's like, like, my mood has changed. <laughs> I've done it. I, I, I've made the peeps happy. Let's shift gears to uh, speaking of the Phils. Phil Spring Training. It is brought to you by our pals, Pitts, over at Foco. Love our good pals at Foco. Our good pals Where at Foco. Where's Put on oh, the it's hat. Upstairs. Oh, no, it's, it's upstairs. Up. It's upstairs. I was wearing it today. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Uh, yeah, Foco, yeah. they are the best in the game. I can't wait to, to break out the overalls, man. It's almost oh, yeah. overall bring, season. Dude, you got to bring that out the tailgate. Almost overall season. Uh, Foco has you covered with your forever collectibles. You see Pitsy wearing the captain's hat all the time on this show. I'm looking at more Foco gear to get for this Philly season. Uh, And they've got you covered for every season. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, wrestling, soccer, college sports. Foco is the best. Um They've got officially licensed drinkware out there now with your favorite team's logos and colors on there. Um, awesome. I'm looking right now just to peruse what they've got for the fight in fills. Um, they've got some awesome bobbleheads. They've got Bryce Harper holding a Bryce Harper bobblehead. It's bobbleheadception. That's incredible, which is I love unreal. That. They've got John Cruck throwing out his first pitch from the postseason in his overalls as a bobblehead. Dude, that's... That's office decor everyone needs. They got the the friendship bracelets. Um, They've got just unbelievable stuff from top to bottom. Um, They've got the mini big head bobbleheads, which are miniature bobbleheads uh, of some of your favorite fills in overalls, which looks awesome. Man, I need the Garrett Stubbs one. You need them to put that back in stock. Chief Vibes Officer, Garrett Stubbs. but they've got amazing collectibles for every fan, and Foco's got you covered. Go to foco.com, click the link in the description, click our link, um, and get your forever collectibles today. That's foco.com. Uh, get your forever collectibles. Tweet them at Foco. They should repost you. They repost us all the time. Uh, I think I'm going to invest in the floral straw hat for the summer. That's a that's a good decision. I think that's very florally and summerly. I think that's a, a must cop. Um, but yeah, use our link in the description. Check out everything Foco has to offer. Um, they've got a, a button-up shirt with Bryce Harper's face just all over it. <laughs> okay. All right. May have to that, invest. That, that, that's for you, not for me. May have to invest. Um, shout out to Foco. But Pitsy, the Phils? I got I got two things to say. Two words. 
We're back. Suck it. Oh, sorry. We're- wrong. Wrong to win. Right. <laughs> I'm so in wrestling brain that, like you said, we got two words for you, and I went, suck it. Yeah. We're back. I mean, might as well be. We're back. Phil. back. Oh, great. Good. I have always said, Good. you can tell a team is going to win the World Series when they start spring training 2-0. And that's exactly that's what the Phillies bold, have done. That's a bold, you know. Okay. That's fan analysis right there. Phil analysis. Fan analysis. Uh, Phillies win, as we record this on Sunday, uh, 4 nothing over the New York Yankees. We almost no hit the Yankees in spring training. We threw a combined one hitter. Pretty good. That's, that's actually pretty good. Combined one hitter between Nola, Mick Abel, top prospect, looking real nice. Uh, Matt Strom, our guy. That's our guy. That our is our guy. guy. I love uh, Matt Strom. Gregory Soto, and we had a minor leaguer close it out, which was uh, Austin Bryce, I think is his name. That's a good um, name. B R I C E. Bryce, Bryce, baby. Bryce. Uh, but the Phils pitched really well. They hit a little bit. Christian, it was the Christian Pache game. He had multiple RBIs, hit a home run in this game, which is awesome to see because he's going to be a pivotal piece off the bench and probably, you know, in the rotation in the outfield between left and center field with him and Marsh. Um, but Phils, they, they won their first spring training in 14-13 over the Blue Jays at a 10-run inning. And... They're That's looking hard. good. They're looking good. Everybody hits. They're looking good. And it's just getting me more and more excited for the regular season. But the other big news uh, that was discussed uh, that came out today, shout out to at Phil's tailgate on Twitter. They do a phenomenal job. Uh, it's Tyler Poitras running the account of curating like Phil's news that comes out, whether it's articles, mm-hmm. radio hits, and they, put it out there for everybody to do a great job shout out to them mm-hmm. um jason stark our guy from the athletic was on mlb network radio uh talking about the phillies and their interest in one jordan montgomery who we've been talking about a time i feel like we're back in 2018 again banging mm-hmm. hand over fist for jake arietta we're doing it for jordan montgomery now um socks are interested too just here's adds the, up. here's the quote from Jason Stark on MLB Network Radio. The Phillies have interest in Montgomery. They've had long-standing interest in him. At this point, what I'm hearing, Jordan Montgomery wants more money and either the same number of years or more years than Aaron Nola, who got a five-year con or five or six-year contract extension. Not extension, but new contract this offseason. Yeah, six years. Six years, 172 is what Aaron Nola wants around seven. I cannot see the Phillies doing that. When That's a they're lot. also trying to do this extension with Zach Wheeler, because that is priority number one, is yeah. getting Wheeler extended. Follow-up quote. If it were a shorter deal, I think they would be extremely interested. I do think that Dave Dombrowski is monitoring this and in touch with Scott Boris on this, but I just can't see how it ever gets down into their range where they're comfortable doing it, even though they still, what I'm hearing, have money left to spend, but they might just spend it in July. Oh, like trade trade deadline. Yeah, there. Okay, there it is. I have have a question about this. So, if you are Jordan Montgomery, you want the same amount of years uh, and that type of contract. Well, if you're worried about extending him, wouldn't you want to? Couldn't you lessen the years a little bit and bump up the pay? 
That's and then I'm when saying. you extend Wheeler, you backload his contract. So that's that what I'm saying. Is, that that makes more sense to me, especially because late last night, or I should say, early this morning at two thirty-five a.m. Eastern time, we had a jet oh, passing bomb. Cody Bellinger signed a three-year, eighty million dollar contract with the Chicago Cubs. So he's going back to Chicago. Oh, that I missed. That I missed. I slept through that bomb. So that was the first of the three big names left on the market between him, Snell, and Jordan Cubs? Montgomery. Oh, he was Cubs. Named. Bring him back. Yeah, he was, um, he was with the Cubs last year, and he's got opt outs after each of the first two years. So if he plays well again, he could opt out, go back into free agency. Um, I think that's the route that both Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery have to go. They have to get a one to two year contract, maybe a three year contract with opt outs for high money value and go to a team where they think they can win. Because right now, as we record this, it's you know, by the time everyone's listening to this, it's February 26th. For context, in 2019, when it was a long, drawn-out, you know, free agency period, Bryce Harper signed on February 28th. So we're approaching to where Bryce signed with the Phillies a few years ago, you know, five years ago now. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's been that type of offseason where, like, we've been waiting for these big dominoes to fall, and that offseason was Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. I feel like you you gotta kind of figure things out before you're you know you're in March and now you're trying to get revved up as a pitcher especially, and then you know you're trying to get your spring training innings in, and you know maybe now you're a little bit behind and you got to start the season a little bit slower than you would traditionally. Yeah, I feel like if you were a pitcher, wouldn't you want to sign earlier into spring training rather than later? Because I feel like it's a lot more work for a pitcher to get ready for a season rather than a batter and then, you know, fielder, just all that. But, you know, pitcher, it's a mentality, you know, mindset team, you know, do they have a bullpen where if you are struggling that day, can only go four? do they have a long bullpen to bail you out? There's a lot of questions like that. They have to think of, and they should be answered by now. And here's the thing too. Jordan Montgomery's never thrown 200 innings in a season in his career where Aaron Nola has done that consistently in every full season that he's been healthy and there hasn't been a shortened season. Nola's thrown 200 plus innings. Nola also has a career 31.7 wins above replacement. Not that that's the end all be all, but to put it in perspective, Jordan Montgomery's career wins above replacement is 12 and a half. It's a big difference there. That is a big difference. Like Jomo's best season arguably was last year. So obviously you're you're gonna pay him off of what you expect in the future, but also from what he was able to accomplish last year between the Cardinals and the, the Texas Rangers more specifically. Jordan Montgomery's a great pitcher. I, I like him a lot. I think he would be a perfect fit on this Phillies team, but you can't pay him what you're paying Nola. He's no. also older than Nola. Is he really? How about how much? Yeah, Jordan Montgomery is, I'll tell you right now. Jordan Montgomery's 31 uh, and will be, this is birthday. He just turned 31 in December, so this will be his age 31 season. Mm -hmm. Aaron Nola is 
30. This is technically his age 30 season, if I'm not mistaken, with how things okay, work. It's not much of a difference. And Nola, like Nola turns 31 in June. Okay. So okay. This is technically Nola's age 30 season. Yeah. And it's, yeah, 30 is a tough year, too. That's like that bridge year. I don't know. That's a lot of similarities there. And I'm just like, for the, the hundred, the innings pitched speaks to me. But then also you have Jordan Montgomery who has a World Series under his belt. And that just happened this year. But and still I mean, that adds that Nola, adds Nola has pitched in a World Series. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it adds more to his value because of that. Jordan Montgomery has also had injury history, so you gotta also and then that brings that. it back down. So there, I mean, there's, it there's a lot of variables in this. I would love Jordan Montgomery on this team. I think he fits so well um, with the rotation because then you can go Wheeler, uh, Montgomery, Nola, Ranger Suarez, Taiwan Walker, and you go right, left, right, left, right. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a or, big fan of where you can go. You can go your traditional Wheeler, Nola, and then Montgomery, Ranger Suarez, Taiwan Walker, and go right, right, left, left, right. And it's still, I mean, either way you dice it up, it's a nasty rotation. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. I agree. And you know, in the playoffs, you'd go one, two, three of Wheeler, Nola, Montgomery. Oh, beautiful. And still have postseason icon Ranger Suarez in the back ready to fucking decimate you. Money. That's a good rotation. It's a so, very I mean, good rotation. There, there's a lot to to look at. Let's take a look at the uh, the MLB free agents that are still on the on the board because there's a lot. Yeah, there always is every year, like right around this time. There's still a lot. They don't they don't wrap it up like NFL. What do you, what do you think of this day? I saw somebody bring this up. I forget who it was, so I apologize. Do you think baseball needs a free agent deadline? Is there one for any other sport? No. No, I don't think there should be a deadline. It's more, I think, there needs to be more buzz. There's not enough buzz around it like there are the other sports. I think there's and a lot of buzz what... for it. It's just it stalls so long because Scott Boris, and I think Scott Boris is phenomenal at his job. He's trying to get his guys their money. He runs like he's the agent of like 90% of baseball now. So, you know, he's got to get his big dogs fed, which then trickles down to his little dogs. They should just have open negotiations at this point. I know it's like legally not possible, but like something like that where it's just Scott Boris versus the MLB. Like that's television. I'm pulling up the available free agents right now. So still available on the open market. Um, Joey Votto, legend. Filming videos of himself in car washes He's... right now. <laughs> See, that's a dude, but that's a dude who's just living that MLB lifestyle. He's 40. Joey Votto's 40. Joey Votto's 40? He's a man. He's 40. He is a man. He um, is a man. I mean, he had a pretty solid year with the Diamondbacks last year. 38-year-old Evan Longoria, still available. For a while, Hyunjin Ryu was available, but he's going back to, I believe, the, the KBO or Japanese League. I forget. I apologize. I forget which league. But he's going back overseas um, to where he started his career. AJ Pollock still available. Brandon Crawford still available. 
my dog, my guy, Gene Segura, still available. Um, Should the Phillies re-sign him? Is that something that you mm, guys After they signed Whit Merrifield, probably not enough roster space for him. I mean, I would love it. Whit cheese, baby. Whit, whiz wit. Uh, whiz wit. Batman like still available, who is a phenomenal hitter. He's only 30 years old. Top tier third baseman. Don't know why he's not signed yet. Um, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, your boy Kike Hernandez is narrowing it down to four teams. I saw people clowning the article that Ken Rosenthal put out. <laughs> Said Kike Hernandez narrowing his options down to four teams. Someone was like, "This man treat this man's treating himself like he's LeBron when he's a bench player." <laughs> he is, dude. Uh, anyone in that sock starting lineup last year is just awful. Maybe uh, other than Devers, but like. Kiki was at best a utility outfielder. Yeah. With a good uh, bat. With a good bat. Philly's legend David Robertson still available. JD Martinez still available. Bring him back, dude. Why not? Uh, I'd like to bring him back. Eddie Rosario still available, which is kind oh, of shocking. Decent. Uh Brandon Belt still available. The legend, one of my favorite players, Zach Granke, still available. He's 40. He's a man. He's old. He is old. Drew Pomeranz, Michael Lorenzen, still a free agent. Uh, Aaron Loop, Dick Mountain, still available at the spry <laughs> age of almost 44. It's uh, almost as funny as I want to rolly, rolly, rolly with a Pomeranz. He's still available, too. I love uh, it. Jake Odorizzi, still available. CJ Crone, Adam Duvall. Jake Overeasy. Um. David Peralta, I believe, is still available. Tommy Pham, still available. Tommy Pham's good. Tommy Pham is a, is a good like, a good arm. There's still so many free agents out there, and it blows my mind. It's Yeah, maybe they should have some sort of, like, not a, a cutoff, but at least a cutoff to get big money. Because, I mean, like, that's the yeah. that's where you make it interesting. Cut the thing off to I like money. equate it to is like pro soccer, how they have the transfer window, and that's oh, basically brilliant. your trade deadlines. Yeah. Like maybe there should be some sort of equivalent to the transfer window in baseball. Yeah, like they can only make a certain amount, like big name contracts to pay, or this amount. And then after that, you can only make a certain amount. Like you can't sign like a like massive a, deal. Like there's a signing window open from the the day the World Series ends to january 1st mm -hmm. and then it reopens january 8th so you have a week off closed and then january 8th to end of february or even maybe january 15th and there's a well, the thing like that is we're you like, have you that. We're like, you can't talk to players. Like, those players can't talk to teams. And it's mm -hmm. like, hey, you should have signed. Now you got to kind of go back to the drawing board. Yeah, I like that. And that also gives the networks, too, something like a show or something to cover and talk about. And then that adds an element to free agency. You know, when does the free Rainbow agent window, up, when it opens back up again, like the PLL yeah. kind of does something like this with their free agency. I'm going to pull it up. Um, on their website they do a similar thing with free agency where there's a free agent window that's open for a certain amount of time and then it closes and then there's another 
free agent window like after the draft. Mm-hmm. So oh, I like that. A little different. I do like um, so that. Free agency. This is this is really cool. So, um, the deadline. So February twentieth at noon Eastern was when the open discussion period begins. So coaches slash GMs can contact players whose previous contracts are due to expire. Then on March 4th at 12 Eastern, the first off-season free agency period opens. Okay. And then okay. on April 1st at 12.01 a.m. Eastern time, the deadline for players who are not on their club's active 30 roster, active roster or played in 30% or more of eligible games to sign uh, with a different club. So that's the deadline. So you go from March 4th to April 1st. Then right, the college like that period, happens, and the first off-season free agency period closes. And then the okay, like college draft happens, and the first off-season waiver period also closes. Then you have the post-college draft. Rosters expand from 25 to 30-man rosters ahead of training camp. And then there's a date to be determined that the second off-season pre- free agency period opens and the waiver period opens. And then May 10th, 2024, at 2 p.m. Eastern time, the free agency period closes again. See, that keeps things interesting, too. It keeps constant. Uh, it just keeps things moving. And it's so not, like, there's not I a think lull. there's a way to like make that happen in baseball specifically, but you could potentially have that in every sport. Oh, easily you could. They could make it makeshift it for their sport and whatnot. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so let us know in the YouTube comment section if there should be a, a free agency period window for baseball because it does feel like every couple of years we get these situations where these big-time free agents are just chilling and like we're into spring training games now. It's nice to see that we're into spring training games. It is. It's so it is nice. nice. It's so nice that it's back. Um, but yeah, the Phils, they are, uh, they're on their way. They're on their way to, to big things. And, uh, I can't wait to get back to the ballpark. I think I mentioned this, the, the season tickies dropped in the app. I'm just chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit, man. Uh, I love it. Um, let's shift to, uh, the Wells Fargo center teams, Sixers and the Flyers. It is brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood beer, the official beer partner of underground sports, Philadelphia. It's a refreshing light beer, just 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, eight grams of carbs. Get that, that Kenny St. Patrick's day merch, man. It's right around the corner. Don't want to miss out. Get your pint glasses as well. And use the Kenny finder to see who's got Kenwood beer on tap in the Philadelphia Pittsburgh. New Jersey and Maryland areas got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. Uh, before we started recording the flyers, we're playing uh, the back half of their weekend double header. They lose in unfortunate fashion to the Pittsburgh Penguins seven to six, and they lost to the Rangers two to one on Saturday. Jamie Drysdale gets hurt in this game against the Penguins. Did not look good. He kind of had like a dead arm situation going on. And in 2022, he had a torn labrum. So hopefully it's not the same case there. Um, I hate the Penguins. You hate the Penguins. I hate it's, the Penguins. It's the one thing that I think unites you to like root for the Flyers is when they play the Penguins. Yeah, I, I'll root for anyone. 
who is playing against the Penguins. So it makes it easier what the Flyers are doing it. And I want to see him win. Been nice to talk about a win on the pod tonight. Would have been nice. Um, Flyers still in third place in the Metropolitan, just behind the Rangers and the Hurricanes. They have 67 points on the year. Um, I saw, I, I forget who it is, but you, I'm sure you've seen it on Twitter too. You know, like the, the circle graphs that have all the hockey teams. And then like, as it goes more inward, it shows you the percentage of like making the playoffs, winning in the first round. Winning well, I've the seen them. Round. Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget who it is. So I apologize. I saw one today before the Penguins game. The Flyers have a 71.8% chance to make the playoffs. Over three fourths is pretty good. Over pretty three good. fourths, pretty good. And then I just I kept zooming in just to see, just to just to tickle my. Oh fancy. yeah, you want it? You're, you're curious. You're curious. Five percent chance to win the cup. Hey, so you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. That's more than one percent. Damn right it is. That's five one percent. Five. It's a lot um, of percents. There you go. It's incredible. I mean, I want nothing more than to have playoff hockey for this company. Because as of right now, well, you're going to have it with me at least. We're, we're pretty close to having the four fandoms of this company make the playoffs. See, yeah. Okay, so you got like the Red Wings went from sucking to being good now. I saw them dominate. Yeah, they're, they're like mid. They are um they're fifth place in the Atlantic Division right now. Yeah, they won like seven to, They won to like seven to one on Saturday. It was insane. Like they're right there. Um, I I don't know because it has been so long. Um, it has how the really hockey long. hockey playoff seating works. See, I've never been. I just know the Bruins are in it. I'm just that ignorant Boston sports fan. It's like, oh yeah, hockey playoffs. Bruins yeah, you are get, this you get the benefit of being a one seed. Well, hey, dude, that's what happens when you're a Boston Bruins fan. I'm just saying, hey, it's tell you. Go, go, fucking go. Here we go. So the top three teams in each division automatically qualify for the playoffs. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Each conference okay. has two wild card spots. The top division winner in each conference will play the second wild card team, and the other division winner will play the first wild card team. So that's how it breaks down. Okay. So it would be. So each conference. Okay. So right now, playoffs top three in each division Bruins, Panthers, Maple Leafs. Okay. Rangers, Hurricanes, Flyers. Ooh, and then okay. I think the wild card teams would be from the Atlantic Division. It would be the Lightning and the Red Wings. My my light went out. <laughs> and he's out oh, like God. a light. Jesus. Oh, sweet. There we go. Um, so yeah, the wild cards would be the Lightning and the Red Wings. We would have Bruins Red Wings round one. Oh, why they just why does why does God just love having me watch? Well, depending on how it shakes out, honestly, because right now the Bruins and the Rangers are tied with eighty-one points. Fuck the Rangers! Like I don't care about the Rangers. Regardless, we are potentially poised to have you versus DJ or Steve versus DJ round one. I'm on DJ's side, a hundred percent. Don't I will always root against the guy on the toilet bowl. It would be no. <laughs> that guy up that guy up guard. <laughs> we have to have playoff hockey live streams. Yes, I'm okay with that, dude. I'm sitting down anyway. Like, what the fuck we is have to. on me? Like we are a hundred and ten percent doing that. Yeah, just let me like dude, get Dylan I... in the mix. 
But yeah, like we need we need all those streams because I just want to yell at whoever that oh, my team we, is. We are totally going to nana na boo boo stick your head and doo doo like that. <laughs> Speaking of toilets, I'm, if I face the man who roots for the Rangers, then yeah, he might be doing one on. He might be on the toilet during the watch party. Yeah, we definitely have to do hockey playoff watch alongs. Hey babe, I ran out of TP. Can you just? No, I can't. So I, so I dude wipes streams. needs to sponsor us. This dude wipes, like, come on. Dude wipes sponsor the hockey streams. We are just connecting dots. All you need to do is take the other end and connect it. That's all you need. Connect me it. They <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> we need dude wipes to sponsor our hockey streams. I just want dude wipes. You gotta wipe up the mess. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I want dude wipes so I can wipe my butt. I never thought I would say. I didn't wake up this morning and thought I would say that on the live stream. Dude, but no free you know ads, but they have like mint wipes. They have menthol wipes. Like, okay, here here's the thing. Now, now you've ticked. Now, I, now I'm curious. I tickled your bunghole. You uh, <laughs> go to bed with itchy bum. Wake up with stinky finger. You know what I'm saying? Like, Whoa. I am Cornholio. <laughs> I need two like, for my bunghole. No, but like, it's so I would film a thing, commercial like. So you know, like you what? Like when you use body wash that has like like a mint, but like that, mm. like I forget what it is. But and you can feel it, like if you're using the shampoo, whatever. If so, when you're doing that with when down there area, like if, if dude wipe sponsors us, we can figure it out. Dude, are my farts gonna smell minty fresh? Like, is that kind of how this works? <laughs> That'd be you awesome. Lint liquor. Top. That's a top five commercial of all time. I don't that... care who says otherwise. Yeah, dude wipes sponsor us. We'll film a commercial for dude wipes. Yeah, that's the easiest yes of my life. Um. Yeah, that and the the Doritos. Keep your hands off my mama. Keep your hands off my Doritos. Doritos. But yeah, Dude Wipes needs to sponsor our hockey streams. Somebody from Dude Wipes needs to listen to the show. I think we can make it happen. And make it happen. Um, but yeah, we are 1,000% doing hockey streams. DJ, Steve, Dylan, you've heard it here first. Gear up, boys. Thank Christ I have Dylan on my side. <laughs> yeah, you you that's you need someone on your side. Might even be able to get Mikey in the mix because most of it would be virtual anyway, because we're all in different places. Mikey that's big fly guy. Of streams. That's why we have the fantastic yard of streams. Yeah, hockey streams will be happening for the playoffs this year. Don't you worry. Um Sixers though. Get the uh the return of Pat Bev to the Wells Fargo Center and the Belt to Ass tour. Took to the Sixers' asses. They lose one nineteen to ninety eight to Milwaukee. They are the five seed still, barely holding on to the five seed uh, at thirty three and twenty four. And um, I don't know, Pitts. I'm kind of I'm kind of just checked out on basketball right now. Yeah, I'm wearing the Sixers uh, jersey just to be here in support. Um, but. It's Celtics too. I'm not even. I won't even sugarcoat it. Like the Celtics, I know they're good and just, but it's just not the right time. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I have WrestleMania on the brain, and 
I'd rather watch old WrestleMania streams. I mean, at least that... the Celtics have won eight in a row and only lost 12 games on the year. Yeah, like, see, your thing, best I'm... player's not out injured. No, our best player is straight up killing it. So I may be acting like a spoiled Boston sports fan, which, you know, you, you grow up in the environment you grow up in. So maybe that's the case. But basketball doesn't start to me to like, playoffs or like a couple weeks before so that you know who's in the mix and what's normally not the case for me normally like this is around the time when i'm like locked in but because Embiid is out we're playing terrible basketball right now you guys got killed and we're the five seed like what is going to convince me that this team is not going to be another second round exit this year nothing hope there's there's no hope for the team this like this this season is a wash. Like and it sucks because Embiid was playing the best basketball of his career. He was on a better MVP trajectory than he was last year. And then Pat Bev on the Pat Bev pod with Roan, shout out. Spoke about his comments about how not everyone in Philly wanted to win this year. And everyone was taking it personally, like, oh, the players don't want to shut up, Pat. You're just catering to Bucks fans now. It's like, no. Pat Bev, like, genuinely has love for the city of Philadelphia, and he talked about it, too. Like, he said, Philly is a place I will always come back to no matter what. Look at the- I have mad love yeah. for Philly. And he was talking about how the front office and upper management, not everyone wanted to win. Look at the moves they made at the trade deadline. Yeah, you don't trade Pat Bev if you if you want to win. I'm sorry. That's not even the Pat no. Bev trade. Like you trade for Buddy Heald, good player, but then you turn around and blow up your defensive core. You trade Pat Bev, you trade Jaden Springer, Furcon's gone, Marcus Morris is gone, and you kind of just fucked with the chemistry too much, in my opinion. Biggest thing. In all sports is chemistry. And if you fuck that up during a potential championship run, then it's dead in the water and after. And then Embiid is hurt. He's out until probably the playoffs. And who's to say he's going to be anywhere close to 100% when the playoffs roll around? Because he hasn't played in months. I I just I have no energy to put towards the Sixers right now. I don't play, man. It sucks. It shouldn't be well, that way. But here we are. Get excited for WrestleMania because uh, it's coming to your town. Well, thank Christ I have the Phillies who are on the horizon as well. And the Flyers are still playing very well, even though they lost two games this weekend. What a fight, too, by Dis- <laughs> Nick Dislorius. That was an insane fight. Deloria, yeah. I'm sorry. I mispronounced that. Um, that dude that he fought has just been getting in fights since he made his debut. I think he fought in the Winter Classic. Which was his debut. He did fight the one he did. Yeah, he's been dude. He's a scrappy little dude. Fought against Nicky Boy. And he fought today and got his ass kicked. Is he just continually getting his ass kicked? Kind of love that. Which is odd. Like, he's 6'7, 240. Okay, yeah, let's back that up then. What? Delorier is 6'1, 220 and kicked his ass. Yeah, if you're six seven and getting your ass kicked, he's a six dudes. seven goon getting his fucking teeth kicked in. Maybe you should. We should be hitting the the performance center. You know, working on our punches. The old YMCA. YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. I want to hear that this weekend at the wedding. I want to hear that. I want to get crazy to the YMCA. Holy shit. Um. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I'm just like I've, I'm so checked out on the Sixers that like can't even give them energy. I'm more excited that spring training baseball games are on. Bruv. Dude, I was locked in for Bam. I was locked in for Phillies Yankees today. Spring you know what? Trade. Good for you though. Honestly, I, I applaud you. At least you're locked dialed, into something. Dialed in for spring that's training good. baseball game number that's, two. That's how you know it's gonna be a good season. Mid season NBA in. basketball. Nah, if you're if you're already locked in game two of spring training, that's I'm how dialed. I feel. It's gonna be it's gonna I'm be a good dialed. season. I am going to have so much Phillies content coming to you guys from me personally and on this show. It's going to be ridiculous. You don't know what is going to happen. Oh, I'm excited to find out. We're planning some big things for the London series, too. Oh, some tea and crumpets. Potentially trying to get Stevie Mac down here and finding a place in Philly to do a, a live watch party situation well, you gotta have scones it's philly's Mets. you gotta have scones London's you're gonna series. do it we gotta find a place so if anybody wants to recommend a spot for us that you think would be down also speaking of places i'm going to pull this place up because tell me this would not be an unreal place for us to host a live show for Underground Sports Philadelphia. Yeah, you showing me? Said. I'm gonna pull it up here. Give me just one second. For if you're not watching on YouTube, I highly recommend watching. Well, that's why you gotta watch and subscribe and hit that bell, ring the bell. You guys already do it in Philly, anyways. Look at this. The Tattooed Mom is the name of this place. Love me some Tattooed Moms. Look at how cool this spot is. That's pretty cool. Like. We could do some awesome shit here. Easily. Oh, easily could. Like, that is our vibe. That's vibe 100%. Pool? I love me a good pool table. And it's all graffitied and sticker slapped. And, like, we need to do a live show here. It's on South Street. Oh, come on. We got to make it happen. Gratitude, Mom. Live show needs to happen at some point. Maybe that's the maybe that's the live show for for London series. Who knows? That'd be kind of sweet. Pretty cool. Kind of sweet. It'd be kind of cool. But yeah, that's that's a that's a spot that I want to go to uh, for a live show. Um, we were watching some stuff because you fell asleep last night, but we were. Uh, I was catching you up to speed. Philly's own Shane Gillis hosted Saturday Night Live on Saturday. Um, Obviously, but so funny. Obviously, so funny. Shane was uh was hired by SNL back in 2019. Promptly fired about five days later, and as he said, "Don't Google that." Um, it was so cool seeing like Shane Gillis is one of the funniest humans on the planet right now, and I think one thing that like there there's a difference between like abrasive and harsh comedy quote-unquote on comedy there where like you can tell people are like trying to make a like statement about yes. whatever they're and then there is like funny and shane is funny and if you're if you're missing out on on that like i don't know what to tell you and i think stand-up comedy has made its way back in a lot of ways 
um, Shane was laugh out loud hilarious. Oh yeah, SNL. his monologue was so funny. Uh, the fact that the members of the band behind him were not laughing made some of his jokes that much funnier. And oh, yeah. I thought he crushed it in every sketch he was in. Um, even the ones that didn't make it. There was one that I didn't get to show you that he was the, the Liberty Mutual guy. Oh my God, that's so funny. I'll look that up after. Um, but yeah, shout out to Shane Gillis, man. He is truly one of like the best stand-ups out there right now. And oh, the fact that really- he got to host SNL, you could tell he was still his authentic self. And he crushed it across the board in every single sketch. He's just the common man's comedian at this point. Like he's just a dude. Like he's not trying to be offensive. He's not trying to like make a statement of what he's saying. He's just trying to get laughs and trying to make people, you know, try to do funny things. And you can easily tell that. And the way he is delivery and how he, you know, goes about it. Like, it's very just you talking with the boys mm-hmm. and just you like, you know, you're not perfectly, you know, pronouncing everything and delivery is perfect. Is like, Oh, there's a little of this. Oh, uh, well, mm. like it's just, it feels more authentic where I feel like a lot of people would have the opposite opinion, but their opinion is not, not really valid because they are the same people who would say that. So, but yeah, shout out to Shane. I know we are way too small for Shane Gillis to come on this podcast right now. But hey. Well, at some point he will. He would be an unreal. I mean, he's bang bang bird gang, bang bang Phil's gang. Um, but it was cool seeing somebody from Philly too. Like, oh, yeah, the host SNL. It's a big thing. We were already talking about it. How yeah. you want to do it? Or no, would you yeah. take the vote? SNL would you take all day. okay? All day. I take I think I take the vote still. Um, yeah, let us know some more hypotheticals too in the the YouTube comment section. Um, but yeah, it was really cool seeing Shane. Like, so many funny sketches. He's he's just so laugh out loud funny, and it's cool that he's from Philly. Um, so shout out to Shane Gillis, one hell of a job, brother. Uh, and it was cool seeing all the stand ups too, like posting about it. Where like a lot of these stand up comedians, I feel like would never get asked to host SNL at this point in their careers. Um, like seeing Burt Kreischer post about Shane. And like That's how pretty stoked cool. he was, like for Shane to be hosting, and like all these other comedians that Shane is friends with and works with, posting about you know their excitement for him um, was super cool. And I know Shane had uh, his his partner in crime uh, for from his sketch comedy show, you know, um, writing on SNL this week with him. So he got like the week on SNL as well as a writer, which was really cool. Um, Matt McCusker was writing. I think Keeves from Gillian Keeves was there. So oh, sweet. they did a really great job um, and good on SNL for letting Shane host. Yeah, that's a, that's a good move. That was a really good move by them. Cause just like, you got to know when you screw up or when, you know, the iron's hot. That's an iron hot move. Yeah, they did. it. It was an awesome job. It was one of the funnier episodes of SNL. I can remember in a long time. Dude, every sketch you showed me, I was dying. We were pissing our pants. I was, I was so funny. My dad said Shane's monologue was one of the best he's seen in the last 20 years. Yeah, that was just one of the... It was great. He was it didn't feel like him. a monologue. Yeah, no. it didn't feel like he was doing an SML monologue. I was waiting for that moment where you... All right, it's the monologue time. But it just felt like he was just going out there to introduce himself. Yeah. And then... 
a little bit into the show. Like it didn't seem like he was trying too hard with it. Yeah. So shout out to Shane. Um, open invite to come on the show anytime you want, brother. Anyone, um, some quick hits here. Philadelphia Union Pitsy. They uh they won their first leg of the Concacaf Champions Cup um on Tuesday, uh three to two against Deportivo Saprissa. They have leg two on Tuesday coming up uh this time at Subaru Park. And uh in their first game of the season, I wanna say. Yeah, first game of the season was uh was on Saturday. They came to a two two draw against the Chicago Fire. Um not the two, TV two, show. Not bad. Uh, but yeah, they, they scored late in the game to tie it up and uh come to a draw first point of the season. Their f- next regular season matches on Saturday, March 2nd, uh at Kansas City at Sporting KC. Uh, but they're also in the CONCACAF Champions Cup for as long as they keep winning. So uh, they have that going on as well as the regular season. They're back home Saturday, March 9th against Seattle at 7.30 p.m. My, I know I, I made it a, a point last year. I was trying to figure out, but it just never came to it. I'm putting it out here right now as we record this, as you're watching this, February 26, 2024. We're going to make it to a Philadelphia Union game this year. I've never been to a Union game. It's the only team I haven't gone to a game for yet in the city. We are going to make it to a Philadelphia Union game in 2024. Needs to happen. I think you're right. To to do a a parking lot podcast from Subaru Park. It's funny that I've been to Subaru Park four times, three times to cover a championship, and one as a semifinal. Been in the press box at Subaru Park, been in the press conference rooms, but it has not been for the Union. That's crazy. That is actually a that's wild. I've watched teams win championships in that stadium, but nothing with the union. Nothing with the union. Well, maybe that needs to change. I think that needs to change. I think it does. I, we got to figure out Philadelphia Union. Reach out to me. I'd love to to come through. Have the boys out. Let's let's make it happen. We should look at uh, when are when are you in town again? From week after Easter and Caesar Chavez Day. Damn. I was going to see if there was like a day union game or something. Let's actually see when you're here, if there's any games going on. Because Pitsy's going to be in studio in like a month. Oh, it's crazy. I'm excited. So you're here, what, April 2nd to? Yeah, I'm buying my ticket on Wednesday. 2nd to the 9th? 2nd to the 8th or something, yeah. Of course, the Sixers have a game on the 9th. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sixers are home on April 2nd. I'd go. April 2nd. April 2nd. I would probably, I think I'd get there that day, yeah. It's a 7.30 tip-off. And We then... could be going to the Wells Fargo for a Sixers game. Flyers are not home when you're here. Oof. But April second could be could be playing bad skipball in oven bad Yeah, to the beach, y'all. <laughs> I love that. Sixers song. Thunder April second. Pitsy in town. I dude, I have both those. No, I I I'm in. 
I'm all in. Could be rocking that jersey you're wearing right now. That's what I'm saying. We're just manifesting our own destiny, man. We might have to look into that. Might yeah, because I'm probably gonna get there that day. So we we can make that happen. Easily. Easily can make that happen. Uh last bit of news here brought to you by our pals over at the PLL app. That's right, guys. The PLL app, our code is still active in that bad boy. Download the PLL app and go to the redeem code section. And when you go to that section, type in OTBPOD, OTB pod in the PLL app to redeem 500 XP from our friends at the PLL. They are the best. Download the PLL app. Use code OTBPOD for 500 XP in the PLL app. The PLL app is your one-stop shop for everything with the Premier Lacrosse League and more specifically, Philly fans, the Water Dogs. You can follow along with news, notes, players, track everything you need when it comes to the Water Dogs or your favorite PLL team in the PLL app. Download that bad boy in the App Store, Google Play Store, and redeem code OTBPOD for 500 XP in the PLL app. Pitsy, I broke news this week. Oh, yeah, you did. Broke news. Friend of the program, friend of the network, Eli Gobrecht, uh, re-signs with the Water Dogs, signed an extension through 2025. He's staying put, staying in tan, and uh, only one major free agent left for the Water Dogs, and that is goalie Dylan Ward, which is nice. Going into the, the free agent period, only one name on the uh, the list left that's kind of a, a must sign. Feeling good about the Dogs. Think they'll get the deal done? I think Dylan Ward will be back. I, I have a good hunch that he'll be mm-hmm. back for at least one more year. Um, but it's nice. They re-signed Liam Burns, re-signed Eli Gobrecht. Your boy broke that news. You're welcome. You heard it here first. Um, in the next week or so, probably when free agency starts, head coach Andy Copeland going to be on the pod. Hey, let's go. Let's fucking go. That's awesome. That's um, good news. Stoked about that. I mean, Water Dogs are looking good. I'm excited about them being here. Um, they are Philadelphia's team for sure. And, um, you know, the fact that they locked down two core members of that defense with Eli and Liam Burns is huge. And Liam not only has ties from playing for the Philadelphia Barrage in 2020, but he's played two stints with the Philadelphia Wings indoor. Um, so he knows Philly. It's good to have him back, your defensive captain. Eli has Philadelphia ties in a personal level. Um, grew up a Flyers fan, grew up going to Flyers games. So I'm sure him playing in Philly is going to be super special for him. Um, but I'm telling you, man, if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, embrace this team because they are going to be so much fun to watch. They embody the city to a T, and – you are not going to want to miss homecoming weekend for the Philadelphia water dogs, June 14th to the 16th um, at Villanova playing on the main line over there, over there up the V Nova nation, bro. Um, It's going to be an absolute doozy. And, you know, there may or may not be a live OTB on site. Oh, what? Wide, wide. That's some breaking news. It, it, it is. It breaking. is breaking news. We are we are working with the PLL closely to have live OTB on site in Philly, Come week on. three of the PLL regular season. Make it happen. 
I'm just saying you could have a live OTB with not only me and Deej, potentially Big Dom. I'm not talking to Sandra. I'm talking Dom Ponteri in the building, the OG co-host. Dude, your boy. Come on. We got to come on. Fish in a barrel. We're making things happen, boys. We like um, making moves. But yeah, the Water Dogs, two big signings, one left to go. I'm excited. I hope Dylan Ward resigns. Um, but if he decides to go elsewhere, I think Matt DeLuca more than proved that he is a starting goalie in the PLL during the Champ Series and would be perfectly suited for the starting goalie role for the Water Dogs. But I think Dylan Ward will get re-signed. This is no knowledge by me. This is just pure speculation. Um, Comment there, Rappaport. <laughs> But I think Andy Copeland wants him here. I think Matt DeLuca wants him here for at least another year. So I think Dylan Ward will get re-signed. It's just a matter of when, not how. Because um, I think, you know, they're in constant communication with each other. And I think Dylan Ward likes playing for Copeland. I think Matt DeLuca likes having him in the goalie room together with him. Um, so I think Dylan Ward will be back. Good. I hope he comes back. Same. I want to be great. Um but that's all we got for you guys on this episode. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Because coming up this week, you're not going to miss the socials. We got a fun video coming out featuring me, Pitts, Stevie Mack, He's in it. Deej. He's in it. You're not going to want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. Um, some fun stuff on the horizon as uh, the calendar turns to uh, March. Wink, wink. She gets follow crazy. us on the social. It's a little maid. It's a little maid. He's a little maid out there. Uh, so follow us oh. on the socials at Underground PHI across the board, facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts in audio form. Leave a five-star rating and review subscribe 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 it really does help us you know continue growing helps us hit new milestones lets us show off the dude wipes potentially that uh you know we're doing numbies and um lets us you know continue to do more dope stuff with and for you guys and of course subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia it's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week full video episodes of every show on our network clips shorts live streams original video content pitsy we have gained a subscriber since the beginning of the recording we're at 745 subscribers now keep on subscribing youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia get your merch phi apparel.co code underground for 10 percent off your order and of course this show is presented by the city of vineland and whether you're a company looking to expand relocate or you're a new business startup Selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. City's uh, Economic Development Department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible 
and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. This has been episode number 615 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. We'll catch you guys sometime this week. We got a, we got a segment with Stevie Mack coming up on the, on the episode coming up this week. It'll either be recorded on Tuesday and put out on later in the week, or it will be live. We'll let you guys know. That's why I got to follow us on the socials because I am in tech week and opening week for the musical I'm working on. Shout out to Buna. Uh, go see Matilda uh, if you're in the area. Um, but we'll let you know and hopefully by the time you're listening to this we're all caught up to speed and all of our episodes that have been a little backlogged are uh, back up but until then we're getting the heck of a batter we're signing off peace